right, all right, all right. What's up? What's up, you dirty leprechauns? What you're about to hear on this episode of the podcast is live sound bites from the draft in San Diego. I took the time to interview pretty much everybody prior to the draft just to get some analysis, you know, just a little little feedback, a little little something that we can vibe to here. It's a little reminder before you listen, you know, I am still kind of figuring this shit out. Sometimes I script it out and sometimes I don't. All these interviews are unscripted. Might be a reminder on why it's beneficial to script shit, but you know what? Hey, uh, let's just see how this shit happens. See if it tickles your ear holes or your butt holes or any kind of holes. Listening to the interviews, yeah, I sound pretty amped up. I'm pretty stoked to be in San Diego for a live fantasy football draft with my boys you haven't seen forever. Uh, Just a scenario for debauchery for sure. So the interviews you're about to hear are coming at you live from the Airbnb patio that Andrew Pollock and Blake got. Neighbors were walking by like, what in the fuck is going on here? Uh, We are drinking, smoking, riding scooters around town to bars and the beach and eating some bomb-ass pizza from Luigi's. It was a fucking epic, epic, amazing weekend. I'm ready to go back right now. We went surfing. We saw a shark. Andrew got annihilated the first night. He left a trail of puke across the street. You won't be able to hear any of that kind of stuff on this podcast, but here are the interviews. We're going to hear from Blake. We're going to hear from Adam and Shane. We're going to hear from Andrew and Pollock. We're going to close it out with a long one from DeBoe. I think it should go without saying. I didn't get one from Jamie. He actually was trying to convince me to drive him back while I was drinking just an hour before the draft to get his trophy so he could drink from it and throw it all in our face. And I just didn't want to bring that vibe to the to the draft, you know? And I and so he tried to convince me and then he wouldn't sit for the interview. Whatever. Jamie, you got a fucking target on your back this year, bro. All right, we're live at the 21 draft. I, I have now brought uh, Pollock and Andrew into the alley with me to answer a few questions. This isn't back alley blowjobs. This is, we're talking about the draft. First of all, how you guys feel about San Diego as the draft spot? I love it. Oh, yeah, this is great. Pollock had his had his druthers early because he went he went and Googled it up, and he's like, yeah, it says it's like the 12th. <laughs> it's not the it's top like the 12 t- best beach it's in It's not San even Diego. in the top 12 best San, in San Diego. Like, why are we going there? Why don't we go to Mission Beach? I'm like, dude, trust me. Yep. <laughs> it's good. No, yeah, gonna, it's been great. No. You're going to like it. I mean, between, like, the scooters and everything convenient, the surfing, it's pretty fucking yeah, rad. Yeah, it's been fun. No, it's been awesome. Dude. All right, so we're going to aim for three minutes. I want to hear a little bit about you guys. You guys finished fucking title game. You know, how you feel about ending the season and going into next season? You want to take this one? I mean, I feel great about how last season went. I yeah, mean, the, last the, season was very strong, and I like our keepers. I do, too. The The ending, of course, was disappointing. We lost the title game. But, I yeah. mean, we got a title game. Like, that's, yeah. that's huge. So, um, I'm happy about that. And I think going into the season, we got good keepers. <laughs> We have a fairly good. I, I like where we are in the draft, right? Yeah. We're the sixth overall pick. We'll, we'll have the pick a couple. Basically, back that. to yeah, back to back. So I think we'll we'll have a we'll have some strong players. I'm between Waller and, and Eckler. I'm hoping we have essentially four players in the first two rounds, right? Dude, and they're all going to be solid the way it's, it might play out. I mean, what do, what message do you have the rest of the league, um, and just any comments in general? So here's the deal. We went from by far the worst team in the league to the second place 
team in one season. We got great management. But the truth is, a lot of people still think it was a fluke. Uh, and, okay, you know, it's unlikely to happen again. Okay. And we talked about this and we decided for this very reason we're going to keep the same name, team name, because it's still appropriate. Okay. Uh, you heard that now. Buffalo expectations going into the second season again as the team name for Andrew and Pollock. Quick question about the draft. Last year, you guys took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with the number one pick. You went a rookie. You guys open to taking rookies again? Uh, I'll see a kicker with that first pick. What do you think? Yeah, I think that might be the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're not giving away any strategy. Yeah, we're you trying to get juice yeah. out of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Look at this. Yeah, Nobody's you. giving up any fucking strategies. Hey, huh? Fuck you. I think I think I know exactly who he's getting at. I, I think I do he too. He counted how many spots on there. He knows who's who's the highest available potentially by the time it's our okay. I see what you're trying to do. Okay. So is that is that your strategy? Highest available? No. No. Our strategy is kicker first round, defense second round. Yeah. And then we'll see where the the chips fall. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I, realize. We, I was talking to Bill Belichick over there. I was hoping to get a couple quarterbacks. Maybe, maybe Justin Fields. Dude, yeah. did you guys see Justin Fields get laid out by the Bills today <laughs> yes, in a preseason he, I, game? You all showed me that. I man. actually think he's dead. <laughs> dude, just like the Bears' chances of being good this hey, year. Hey, all right, all right. Dude, that's the interview over. Uh, <laughs> you heard it, okay? All right. Party on, gentlemen. Party on, Wayne. Live from the draft 2021, I'm sitting here with Blake. So, I mean, I'm standing over here by some trash cans to get some of this noise out of the way, just so you guys can get an idea of where me and Blake are standing right now. Blake literally looks like the dude from The Big Lebowski. And uh, Blake, Blake's going to give me about three minutes. That's the plan. I mean, if it goes longer, it goes longer. But let me ask you this, Blake. What do you think about the draft being in San Diego? The, uh, it, it was a good idea. The, the only reason I joined this league is because I was told there were going to be live drafts. <clears throat> I, I don't care about how I do in this league because I'm, I'm here on draft day in San Diego and it's been a great time. Dude, listen, Blake has a shirt that says rum ham. I don't actually know what the fuck that means, but I just get the vibe that Blake's here to party and I love it. I love the, I love what he's bringing to the league right now. So talk to me. Um, dude, Part, party time, party time. It's, it's party all, time. All, all, all about party time. Rum ham, <laughs> rum ham. All y'all who know who at rum ham is it's a great shirt it's a very great shirt it looks like run dmc phenomenal <laughs> we, we're definitely going to get our party on and let's see if i can uh stay sober enough to make my final pick dude that's what i'm draft. saying man like right now i i'm probably i've had a whiskey i had the bloody mary this morning i'm like three beers in and we're one hour from draft time like yeah, feeling like we might be screwed we, we might be screwed. i mean this is it, like i think the impression is it, like we're all fucked because we're drinking all day and by the time our draft picks come up, that we're just going to be too drunk and make some dumb choices. And that's why I, my first two picks are already taken care of me because those are my keepers. So. Dude, that's a, I like that strategy. <laughs> At first, I, I was wondering if, if what is Blake's strategy by keeping a number one and a number two? But that's just it. He can be hammered and he's got it locked down. All about the partying. Dude, I, I'm, dude that's, that's fucking great, man. Rage. Rage. Dude. So check it out. Um, where are we at? We're at two minutes. We got one more minute. Just tell me how you finished last year, uh, what you feel about going into this year. Last year, I, I, I finished in her butt, and um, yeah, it was great. It was great. It felt, felt, felt amazing. felt amazing. 
No, no, no. Okay, sorry. Not, not. Uh, I'll, I'll be more specific. How did you feel about how your team in fantasy football finished oh, last year? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. I uh, there was a very, very cold streak of bad games. As soon as I purchased this team, I didn't win a game for about four weeks straight. Hold on, I'm gonna pause it. All right, we're back. And so you didn't win a game for four weeks straight. You were. What were you thinking at that time? Like you just bought. You literally it, bought a it, fucking team. I, I, I was regretting it. I was regretting it. But again. My main focus was an in-person draft at a destination location. So, so that's what kept me my, my hopes high. Meeting so, all these fools. Yep. It's yep, good times. It's dope. This is good times in San Diego. I'm telling you, anyone who's missed it, you guys are fucking missing out. Um, I mean, so going back to those four games that you lost, you ended up then going on a big winning streak. Mm-hmm. You ended up in the title game in your very first year. Pretty fucking epic. I mean, there's a lot of this league who's never been to the title game. And there's some people te- in the recorded history, like myself who've never won a fucking playoff game so that's pretty fucking epic just got just got to hang in there just got to hang in there dude stay optimistic and drink a lot of booze dude i uh you were like right at three minutes minus my intro so dude that was fucking sick man thank you much all right we'll see you out there all right I'm here in the alley. I got Ryan to come over. I don't know how much time he's going to give me, but Ryan, you're at the live draft in San Diego. How do you feel about it being in San Diego? Oh, I love being here in San Diego. Dude, San Diego's a spot. I'm telling you guys, you guys don't even understand. Like, if you, if you didn't make it to this, you're fucking missing out. Yep, you're missing the surfing. Dude, we went surfing today. Ryan stood up. I stood up. Andrew stood up. Uh, pretty sure we saw a fucking shark, but it was chill. It was, For sure. Yeah, it was like six feet. Um, but it's all good, man. We're drinking. We're out here in the patio. Ryan, tell me a little bit about how last season ended and any statements you might have for the league. Last season was bullshit. Tiebreaker to the bench. Lost by about four-tenths of a point. Kicked me out of the playoffs. Let Jamie get in. Hey, it's Shane. He just flipped me off. Yeah, come around, bro. Dude, this place is in the alley. So uh, Shane and Adam just showing up right now. You guys, you guys saw it right now. He's riding on a scooter. He looked at me through the alley and gave me the fucking finger. What an asshole. Nah, it's all good, man. I love Shane. This, this party is great. Uh, again, you guys are missing out. So let's talk real quick about that fucking, that rule with the bench points. Like, I mean, what did that end up meaning for you technically? Like you lost well, in- kick me out of the playoffs and then- uh, That's it. Jamie would have never won the championship. That's kind of a big fucking deal, so isn't it? Fuck Andrew, I guess. So, I mean, this is kind of a big deal. So, I mean, if bench points are currently our tiebreaker, do you think there's a better way, better kind of tiebreaker we could do that would make more sense? Not that I'm aware of. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with the bench points. I think my my problem was is I wasn't know. aware of the rule. So that's fair. That's fair, and uh, I've heard that from someone else that we don't have all the rules written down. So I'm gonna write that shit down this year. That shit will be available. But anyways. Going to next season, what's your plan, dude? I have no plan at this point. Just seeing who best player available once I get there. I got 22 picks ahead of me, so there's no really no. Listen, I, f- ahead of that. I feel like it, if anybody in this league, fucking plane. Are you serious, bro? Okay, we're back. That fucking plane just loud as fuck over here. Um, but. But you heard that statement from Ryan. I'm pretty sure out of all the teams in the league, he's going to be the most like Bill Belichick. He's not going to give me much to work with. Uh, probably very Marshawn Lynch-esque. Uh, but any, any other statements for the league? I'm only here to get paid. All right. Before we go on to the next interview, this is just a reminder 
that I am going to try this weekly podcast format for the season. It's going to be highlights breakdown of each week plus some analysis for the upcoming matchups and a 10-minute guests every week. I'm going to put out a schedule. So I want each one of you to know in advance um, when you're going to be talking to me. Just like block off some time, literally 10 minutes on a Tuesday after like Monday night football games. Um, it's 10 minutes is a hard cutoff. It'll just make editing easy. After I put you on the schedule, if you think you can't talk to me that week, find a replacement. Talk to anyone in the league. Be like, yo, what's up, dog? Uh, I can't talk to the commish. Um, can you talk to him for me? Maybe we swap weeks, some shit like that. If you just like don't fucking respond to me, I will fucking punish you. Don't fuck with me on this. Don't fuck with the commish. I'll take points away from your matchups. I will fucking destroy you. Fucking, fucking, fucking destroy you. I don't want to do that, though. We're all friends here. We all love each other. You already know the goal is to elevate the entertainment level of this league on a weekly basis, which you know I'm committed to with my liver, all my heart, my scrotum, and parts of my shaft. Dude. <laughs> all right. All right. Got the Bill socks on. I got the Bill shirt on. Check it out. I have now brought Adam and Shane into the alley to have a few questions to me. We're looking at this weird fucking cooler. I don't know if it's a swamp cooler. It doesn't look like it's doing anything for this fucking Airbnb, but... It's ambiance. Yeah, it's, just got, it's got that ambiance. Uh, but anyways, check it out. I got Adam and Shane here. They're going to give me three minutes. And I'll lead off with this. Adam, it's good to fucking meet you for the first time. And awesome dude, here. Yes, yes. You made it out here. Uh, you've you've been in, in, in part of this operation for a while, but like... It's been. It felt. It's felt a little unofficial. It was unofficial for a while, and then I just kind of like grew and grew into this like cancerous yeah. tumor of some sort, and now I, I feel like a part of it officially. Now you're, you're infected. A few more people than me. Yeah, definitely infected. Definitely. Fuck yeah. I love also, it. I also think that I've infected the league. Though, there you go. Myself. As okay. Well. Yeah. Like yeah, you've done. You've done your share. You've done a little bit of of damage in here. Hope so. I, I mean, like last year. What were your guys' expectations going into the playoffs last year? Uh, we were gonna win it all. Well, maybe not going into the playoffs. Like three weeks before the playoffs, we were definitely going to win it all. Yeah, we had a little bit of a down slump right before the playoffs, maybe week 13, 14, 15. We got like double COVID and Nobody injury. And all right, sorry, fucking Jamie wanders through, yeah. fucks up the sound. Amateur. Anyways, amateur hour, amateur hour. Okay. Um, all right, so I mean, coming off a high season, you guys went with a 49ers keeper, wide receiver, pretty late, freed up. Freed up some space early on in the draft. You got a first round pick now. I mean, you guys got your eyes set on anyone? Oh, we can't divulge any sensitive information minutes before the draft. But yeah, we have a couple guys that uh, we've lined up. We've done a little bit of yeah. We got we got some brainstorming down. We got yeah. some rankings. It's hard with two people, so we got to kind of talk it through a little bit. Make sure that we're even remotely on the same page. Yeah, and usually we find that we're not, and then we have to fight it out a little bit. But we get there in the end. And nice. I think it's actually good that we got like a. Late round 49er keeper this year because usually I'll try to beg Shane for a 49er on our team and now it's kind of taken care of as our very last pick. You got that locked down now. Yeah, we can move on to like real okay. business. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, it sounds like nobody's showing their cards right now. And that's just it. If you guys are missing this draft right now, you'd be here talking shit, you know, being involved, but it's okay. You're probably at home masturbating on a boat <laughs> or whatever. But whatever you're doing is not as cool as this. I, I, 
Gotta say, and there's been there has been there's been exchanges of information. Yeah, there's been very subtle stuff. Yeah, Yeah, if you get enough liquor and someone, I think if you were here in person, you might have an idea of our initial draft plan. We had a little bit of a loose lips last night, but yeah, but you know we're locking it, we're tightening it back up. Jamie over there talking shit. Jamie told us entire lineup. Hold up, we gotta pause it. Sorry, we had another interruption. Jamie's coming by, talking shit, saying he wants a fucking ride back to get his trophy. But I mean, we don't want that. We don't want him throwing that shit in our face. We can psychological warfare. We see right through it. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Why would we leave the draft spot thirty minutes till draft time so he could have his fucking trophy? You fuck that. Off the premises, even that sounds dangerous. That does. What's gonna happen? All of a sudden, you can't make it on time. Panic ensues. I'll, oh yeah, it'll be fucking panic, just like that. Just like, just like that airplane that you guys probably just heard. Yeah, it could be as chaotic as, as last year if things went. So that's it, you guys. Is it, I like? Is this gonna be a shit show? You didn't show me any cards. I love it. Um, anything else to say? Any yes. like sum this shit up? Talk to me. It is gonna be a shit show. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's. that's- Pretty much a given. You see how much fucking whiskey is in there? There's a lot, of, a lot of whiskey. How fucked up are you guys right now? About like a six. Yeah, I'm oh, hoping to be man. about an eight. Cruising in. Like okay. A, yeah. 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 In. Okay, we're going to hit the draft between a six and an eight. 7.5. Yeah. All right. Fuck yeah, gentlemen. Good luck out there. Woo! Thank you, sir. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Come on, please. Let's Listen. Go. Hold on. All right. We're, grab, we're, I got Jamie in the back alley. Grab your keys. Grab your keys. Let's go. We're gonna Listen to him. Trying to convince the commish to leave the, the premises Kevin, so just he can get his trophy. Fucking keys, dude. Can't Stop. do it. Can't do it. Ayo, ayo. Commish here coming to you live. 2021 draft spot is going down right now. San Diego. What do you think about this place, Debo? Woo, brother number one, protect your neck. Protect your neck. It's crazy in these streets. All right, I got Joe Debo here. Want to have a few words with him before this draft. How you feeling today? How you feeling today, Debo? I feel fucking fantastic, and I'll tell you why. Because I've been busting my balls, scouting the fuck out of these players since I knew I finished dead last and I was picking first overall. Anything's on the table. I just want to make that very clear to the league. Um, I'm coming in hard on this, and you can repeat that shit and double dong that crap on the next podcast if you want. Coming in hard, coming in hard, coming in hard. Double dong it, baby. So, right now, you know, we're about an hour and 45 minutes from the draft, and I'm picking first. And typically, you'd announce who you're picking, but I'm not doing that yet because you know why? I'm getting a lot of phone calls for that number one pick. Okay. All right, Debo, you know what? Let's talk about that number one pick for a second. You've already put it out in the WhatsApp thread. You know, you're open for discussions. You're open for business. You've already had some trade talks in the works with Taylor, right? Has he been the, uh, like, you've had the most discussions with him. Is that correct? You know, that's partially correct because I've been, a a lot of steam's been getting picked up here in the past 24 to 36 hours. Uh, What I will say, though, is that Taylor, he's, he's my guy and all, but he always wants something for fucking nothing. So he was trying to get that number one pick off me without yep. swapping me spots. Um, and he was going to offer me like a bunch of bullshit later in the draft. That doesn't do me any good, you know. We got to use common sense here. Well, I will say, when you got the number one draft pick, you finished dead last. I mean, you have all the leverage. You get all the choice and all the control in any trade you have. So I think now is a good segue that 
I have also been in discussions with you about a trade that I offered you, and I think that it's fair. I think it, it's something that benefits both of us. So, I mean, we, we haven't announced it yet. We're sitting here talking. The draft has not happened, but this is coming. You guys will all be at the draft, and you will see that in the middle of this draft, this trade will be announced, but it couldn't just happen. We're waiting to see if one player is selected or not. So, all right, Joe, can you explain this trade? Yes, so at the end of the day, what I like to do when it comes to trades, we base it upon the NFL model. Meaning, if you're picking number one overall, that pick slot garners the highest points on the trade chart. So when I offer trades to guys, I don't think these guys understand that if I'm dropping from one to ten, okay, it's going to cost them a lot more than if I'm dropping one to two, three, or four. Okay, so for instance, if I drop to, if somebody wants number one tonight and that they're picking 11, let's say it's Andrew and Pollock. They want to jump to number one because they have their eyes set on somebody they love. Well, it's going to cost them, I'm going down to 11, but it's going to also cost them their second round pick. Period, end of story. Because that's a significant drop. Right. And I would be willing to give like a sixth round pick in return to balance. Now, if I was a cocksucker, I wouldn't give a sixth round pick and say fair is fair. But that's not how we work in this business. I mean, obviously, if a trade's going to go down and if it's going to get approved by the panel, it has to be fair. So, I mean, 100%. there's no, no sense in coming at anybody with a tr- trade that's just fucking ridiculous because it's never going to go through. If you're going to try to make a trade, make it straight. But so right now. Whoever's listening to this, you already know about the trade that went down. Uh, so let's talk about that for a minute. Um, did you want Alvin Kamara? Do I personally want Alvin Kamara? He's definitely under high consideration for me with two other players at number one. So I think at the end of the day, if there is anybody out there who wants Alvin Kamara, I may just select him first and then we can talk business. So, <clears throat> or I'd be fine keeping him. I'll stay there. He's a superstar. I'd fucking stay there if I have to. All right. So let's talk a little bit about why this trade also was worth it to you. The so, one that's in the hopper? The one that... With the Mazel Tov cocktails? So here's why it's worth it to me, and I'm going to make this blunt and extremely clear. You got a guy like Taylor, who I love to death. He's the fucking man. He fucking annoyed me, though, with that trade offer back to me. I know who he wants, and I know who he's picking. But he picks before me in the second round on the wraparound. So my goal is to jump in front of him and Bunis because I know exactly who I want, and I know both of them would take the guy that I want. So it would behoove me to select Kamara, trade him to another colleague in the league. I mean, I'm full transparency. Mm-hmm. The best three players, in our opinion... We, who are left over. So, basically, we're talking the top three people in the draft right now. Like, these are the first three picks. Bunis and Tim don't get a pick. They're keeping McCaffrey. So, we're talking me, Taylor, and Joe. So, mm-hmm. basically, who are the top three players? We're under the same opinion that it's Kamara, Aaron Jones, and Jonathan Taylor. Then it's who do you want? Or is everything honestly a wash? Because they're, you, could, you can't really go wrong with those studs. So... If he knows in advance that my favorite player out of those three would be Alvin Kamara, and I know that he's good with getting Jonathan Taylor or Aaron Jones, then it makes sense to me also because if I drop two spots in the second round, I already know for a fact the people ahead of me are going to take a running back. And and, you don't need any. And I don't need it. 
So I have nothing to lose with this move. And this move also prevents Taylor from taking Alvin Kamara, which then ensures Kevin getting Alvin Kamara. Exactly. If Joe wasn't willing to make the trade, good chance Taylor drafts Kamara, and then I don't get my favorite player out of the deal. Exactly. So that's the trade. That's the logic. Let's, uh, let's so here's the proposal. Yeah. And it's going to go down as the board falls. The dumpster fire, formerly known as the Big Play Slayers, which may be now changed to Swift's Sluts. We'll see, right? We'll yeah, see. I mean, okay. We'll trade the number one overall pick after selecting Alvin Kamara to the Mazel Tov Cocktails, picking third, taking Jonathan Taylor. Boom. We'll swap picks there. And then as the Mazel Tov cocktails come in the second round, we will flop our second round picks in order for me to jump ahead of Bunis and Taylor. I will say this. When I made my predictions in the previous podcast, my prediction was Joe would take Jonathan Taylor. I'm telling you guys right now, I made like... There is no fucking way that I knew that that was going to happen because this whole debate... Like, honestly, Joe was on Aaron Jones's dick. Like, I, he was like, yeah, Aaron Jones is the guy. Aaron Jones is the one you want. And and I, I, I was like, like, he was going to take Kamara, too. So I'm like, okay, yeah, the Taylor pick was way off. And it wasn't until the end of our discussion, I think, that, like, you actually did some research on Jonathan Taylor. And what did you what did you find out? My only concern with Taylor is the fact that Marlon Mack is back this year. However, Jonathan Taylor ran for almost 1,300 yards last year, and he didn't do shit until about week eight or nine. I ended up getting him in a trade when I got rid of Nick Chubb to Chris Hill. He gave me Jonathan Taylor, um, but I didn't. I made. I think it was very smart, but make, not making him my keeper because he's a first round tender. Yep, yep. Um, but Jonathan Taylor is dynamic. He's 22 years old. He's running behind the best offensive line in the entire National Fucking Football League. Yep. The difference with Aaron Jones here, in my opinion, is that yes, you have Aaron Rodgers, who you always, always, always have faith in. But Aaron Jones has an injury history that I do not like very much. Jonathan Taylor was a fucking horse last year. The way he finished strong, I know that had to, like, if you look back at his last five games, those numbers were ridiculous. They were because the last five games from, in our league at least, from week nine to week 15, so six weeks of games, six games, his fantasy point average was 41.75. That's pretty gangster. Per week. Which it would be would have been the highest in the league from that window, until Derrick Henry got like 800 the last couple weeks. Yeah. Joe is 30 more seconds. Like, let's sum it up here. We made this trade. How you feeling about the season? You don't even know who you picked yet, by the way. But how you feeling about this season? I feel strong about the season because injuries that I dealt with last season don't typically happen every season. Yeah. I still have the highest winning percentage, and I'm not afraid to say that I'm going to win it again. I'm going to absolutely win it again, and it will happen, and I will be fucking drinking from that semen cup. Boom. Not only was that a fucking dope statement to drop the mic on, you literally ended that right at the last three seconds of ten minutes. Fucking strong work. Uh, Debo. it's fucking pleasure to see you back in the Same battlefield here. this year. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Commissioner, for having me on, and I look forward to being on several times throughout the season. Let's fucking go. Okay. 
Okay, here we go. I'm about to break down week one matchups for the 2021 season. Check it out. This week, we have myself, the Mazel Tov Cocktails, versus Chris Hill, going by the name of Old Dirty Bastards at this point. Listen, last time we played, Chris gave me a double-handed, double-digit bitch slap. 172 to 153. Kelsey gave me 25 points, Jamison Crowder 26 points, Josh Jacobs 30, Kyler Murray 36. Meanwhile, Chris got 39 from Justin Herbert, Miles Sanders put up 39, Jonathan Taylor 21, and he got 21 from A.J. Brown. Little bit of a different scenario this time around. As I got A.J. Brown on my roster, he's got Kyler Murray. Look for me to get ahead early in this one and wipe the floor with Chris's epic beard. This is merely the beginning of my revenge tour. I like my odds here, but let's face it. We don't really know shit going into week one. Obviously, Chris is going down, though. Another matchup this week, we have Ryan, a.k.a. the Moose Knuckles, versus Shane and Adam, a.k.a. the Large Penis Club. Last time these guys played was week nine last year. Shane and Adam laid the pipe here, 173 to 144. Ryan had to rely on Le'Veon Bell as a backup, who put up two points. Matt Ryan, 33, Devontae Adams, 34. The LPC got 65 from Dalvin Cook, 37 from Russell Wilson, 18 apiece from Todd Gurley and Aaron Jones. Shane and Adams still got Dalvin Cook, but they swapped the other two running back stallions for Clyde Edwards and rookie Najee Harris. Ryan still rocking both Ezekiel Elliott and Devontae Adams. I don't know. Hard to think Dalvin won't go off for another 65 against the Bengals. The X factor here, though, has got to be Zeke. Is this a young Zeke or Grandpa Zeke who can't perform like he used to? And who's Zeke's matchup? Tampa Bay Bucks, Super Bowl caliber defense. I think Grandpa Zeke has probably come down with a case of diarrhea just thinking about it. Other matchups do we have in week one? We got Taylor going by the name of Quan Solo. That's what you get when you put Saquon Barkley and Han Solo in the blender. Uh, pretty dope. Going up against Blake, still going by the name Trump Sucks Fat Dicks. It might be time for a name change here. Blake still piggybacking on Jeff's team name. Um, this is the year I think Blake needs to really set himself apart, you know, like put his little stamp on this. Trump's no longer in office. Uh, anyways, last time these two guys played was in week 12. Blake won in a blowout. 166 to 137. Taylor got nine points from Cam Newton, 11 from Alvin Kamara. That shit's not going to cut it. He did get a whopping 32 from Kenyon Drake. Blake had 58 from Derrick Henry, and that pretty much explains it, right? I mean, this time around should be different. Taylor drafted a QB early. He snagged Lamar Jackson in the second round. Blake may have a future MVP and rookie Trevor Lawrence. It's too early to know. However, Blake's first pick in the draft this year, running back Travis Etienne, out for the fucking season. He also drafted Trey Sermon, young, unproven running back from the 49ers. Let's face it, Blake's going to need a big game from these guys, these young guys to walk away with the victory. I mean, if we learned anything about Blake from the draft, he looks shockingly similar to the dude from the Big Lebowski. He came here to party. I anticipate this matchup will spill white Russian into his beard and he will probably crash his car into a trash can, smoking a doobie. Radke versus DeBow. Last time around was week four last year. Radke spanked the living shit out of him, 188 to 128. In this game, Nick Chubb got eight points before fucking up his ACL for the season. Saquon was already out for the season. 
and Radke's team, they just went off. Melvin Gordon had 39, Antonio Gibson 28, 7% of the year. Yes, DeBoe has already lost one of his top running backs for the season. The fucking Ravens thought it would be a good idea to play J.K. Dobbins in the preseason. That shit is fucking stupid. <clears throat> but I still don't see Radke spanking him like that again this year. In this matchup, we see Patrick Mahomes going up against Aaron Rodgers. Radke's got Melvin Gordon again and Antonio Gibson going up against DeBose, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. I'm going to say this should be a good, good fucking game. Good fucking game. Buffalo expectations. Andrew and Pollock going up against Justin in victory formation. Shit. This one's going to be spicy. Like, dip your balls in sriracha spicy. Like, jalapeno in your butthole spicy. So last time around, these two guys played in the playoffs, first round. Justin had the four seed. Andrew and Pollock had the five seed. Andrew and Pollock got the victory by about 25 points. They got a huge, unexpected bolus, 40-point game from Cam Akers, who they got off of waivers that week. I remember everything. I watched that game butt naked in a hotel bathtub. There were rubber duckies, champagne. It was a pretty wild scene. After the game, though, there was some drama. Justin accused them of roster violations, which would have forfeited the points of a guy that actually would have changed the outcome of the game and given Justin the victory. Justin wasn't totally off base here as Andrew and Pollock did have a guy on the IR who became active. And in case you guys forgot, that is the responsibility of the owner to make sure that if you have a guy in the IR and he becomes active, you got to make sure you either drop somebody because you can only have 14 active players in the roster. In this particular situation, they also had someone else on the active roster was ruled out. So that player was Brandon Cooks. So with Brandon Cooks out and somebody else being determined to become active, it was a wash. It was determined that they were in compliance. They just had guys in the wrong spots. So Justin was pissed, and I bet if you ask him right now, he's still pissed. Guess what? He gets a shot at revenge in week fucking one. Love this shit. Love it. Justin dropped Lamar Jackson this year. He's coming in hot in week one with Jalen Hurts. Andrew and Pollock got Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones, and Austin Eckler. Justin's got Chris Carson and David Montgomery. Bring out the Sriracha and get your buttholes ready for this matchup. Last but not least, defending champion Jamie versus the prior year champions, Bunis and Tim. Last time in week four, Jamie beat the living shit out of the fuckers, 186 to 139. Spanked them like they were in timeout. Spanked them like they were a freshman on the football team. They had to get initiated. Yes, Christian McCaffrey was out for the season at this point. Jamie got 53 from Dak Prescott in this one. This was probably a week before Dak was out for the season. The fuckers got 41 from George Kittle in this one. And this was also probably right before he was out for the season. So this time around, the fuckers are actually projected to score more points than anyone in week one. They got Kittle back. They got McCaffrey back. They got legend Tom Brady at the helm. Jamie's running it back with Dak Prescott again, but now he's got Josh Jacobs, James Robinson at running back. I don't know what's going to happen here, but if it's anything like Jamie's last three seasons, he's going to put up a lot of points and he's going to fucking lose this one. That's it. Week one is right around the corner. The excitement is creeping up in our butts and also our wieners. Who knows what the fuck is going to happen, right? That's what makes this shit great. Let's fucking go.
on the bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop me from that HIV shit. And niggas know they soft like a Twinkie villain. Playing the villain, prepare for this rap killing. Biggie Smalls is the illest. Your style is played out like all the one What you talking about, Willis? The thrill is gone. The black stripe white is here to excite. Throw dick to dice. Bitches are like I'm brainless. Guns are like I'm stainless steel. I want the fucking fortune like the wind. I squeeze gaps till my clips is empty. Don't tempt me. You don't want the fuck Here I am. I'll be damned if it ain't some shit. Come to spread the budget leverage over harmony. Great. It's the move killer death trap. Yes, I'm a jet black ninja. Come in where you rest at. Surrender. Step inside the ring. Use the number one contender. Looking cold booty like your pussy in December. Nigga, stop bitching. Button up your lippin'. From method, all you getting is the can of ass whipping. Hey, I'll be kicking. You, son, you doing all the yapping, acting as if it can't happen. Your fronting got me mad enough to touch something. You want from Shallon, Allen, and ain't afraid to bust something. So what you want, nigga? You want, nigga? I got a six shooter and a horse named Trigger. It's real, 94, rugged raw. Kicking on your goddamn doors. Something like this. Fuck the world.